We're up to Daf Kuftezayin. We're starting the bottom line Kuftezvavam and Beis. So we saw in the previous Daf, the Gemara discussed over there. There's a problem of keeping Truma because if you keep it too long, it's also the Takala. Because you might mistake it for Truma and you might come to drink it. So Mamele, the Gemara said over there that if you give the Koyan Truma Tameya Yain Chadash, he can't keep it for a long time to make it Yain Yashin because of Achshash Takala. Zogdi Gemara v'takala atzma, this din, whether we're chayshish l'takala by truma temeye, tanoi, it's mechaykas tanom. Desanya, chavis shal yayin shal truma shanitmas. If you have a chavis yayin which was nitmas, it was truma shanitmas, b'shami oimrim tishbechakal. You have to pour out the whole chavis b'yachad. Why? Because we're scared that if you keep it around, it's going to come a day takala. U'besilu oimrim, no, you could keep it, even though you can't drink yayin temeye, but if you can use it for an ear refresher to spray. Obviously, he wasn't chayshish for the chashash of takal. So it comes out, we have a machoikis b'sham basil. So Pashas comes out that the previous rice is going, galibi the b'shamay, that was chayshish for takal. Omer b'shmol b'rabiyasi, aniachriya, we have a machoikis b'sham basil. I'm going to pass in achro. Bibayis, if the truma was nitmas bibayis, then tasa zilif because it's not going to take too long. We don't have to be chayshish that there'll be a takal. But besad, if the truma was nitmas besad, then tishbech hakol, because till you bring it from the sad into the house is a longer time elapsing. We're scared of a chash takal. Ikeda amri that his achra was not a chilik by his sad, but achra was a chilik between yain yashon and yain chadash. Ikeda amri biyashon tasa zilif. We don't have to be scared to keep it around because he'll use it pretty quick. So he could use it for Zilaf. But if it's Bechadosh, Tish Bechakol, because till it becomes old, a long time will pass pass by and therefore we're scared of Takol. Amrulai, so they told the Bishmah Rabbi Yaisi, Ein Machras. You can't come over here with Achra. Normally when you have Two shitas and the third sheet is machriya. The reason why we paskin like the third sheet that's machriya, because the pshat is he holds a little bit like one day, a little bit like the other day. So whatever he holds like the first day, it comes out you have now two against one, and whatever he holds like the other day, you have against two against one the other way. So we have a din of acherab lahatis. So Rashi explains if Bisham and Bishil would have mentioned in their shitas something about bayis sod or chodesh yoshan, then it's shayich achrosh lishes. Machras, Lamashal. Zokrashi, if it would have said that Bishamay holds Bain Nitmas Babayas, Bain Nitmas Basoda Tishbachakul, and Basilil says Bain Babayas, Bain Basoda Tasaziluf. So we see that they're oimid on the Svar Lachalik between Bayas and Sada, but the Lamayas that they pass when there's no Chilik, come to Bishma Rabbi and says, I hold Babayas like this and Basoda like this. So Mele Benegeya bias that he holds like like one mandomer, so you have two people saying the same thing, but bias can agree the other. And Besada he holds like this mandomer, so you have two people saying Besada this way against the other, so you have Akhra. But since Bisham Basil never mentioned anything about bias Sada, so Mamele, you're stamma new shita, bakhlal. It's not the Bishat that you're paskining like one of them, Benegeya part of the shita. You have a whole new shita that nobody ever entertained, something, a chilik of bias and Sada. So Mamele, it's a third sheet. So now we have three sheets. So it's not Achra. As the Gishtan the Mishnah, Im Amaloi Atzalas Shalach, if the Balachavashal Yayin told the Balachavashal Dvash, 
I'm willing to save yours, but tonight that you're going to reimburse me for the wine that I'm spilling out. And Yana agreed, Pchai Gavni has to pay him the Dmei even if he agreed, he could say Meshatani Bach. In other words, even though but but I'm not I'm not bound to what I said. I just needed you to at the time to go and save my dvash. So that's why I was masking. But I was never masking to pay you more than your time and the value of your time and the rental of your kli. Miloitanya, there is such a concept of Meshatani Someone was running out of jail and he had to get saved, so he had to escape. And he had to cross the lake. There used to be like this little ferry that used to ferry people across the lake and they used to charge for it. So there was one of these boats over there and this person was in danger. He had to escape quickly. He told the boat driver, Here's a dinner. I'm going to pay you a dinner and I want you to drive me across the lake. So it's that the dinner was a lot more than the going price for the Mabayrs. So the Allah is, After he gets the ride, he can tell him, I'm just giving you the regular price, what it costs. I'm not giving you anything extra. I, I told you I'm going to give you. So you see that a person can say, So Hachanami, even though he said, I'm going to pay you for the wine that you spilled out, So there's a Shailam that he's showing him, when you say Meshatani Bach, is the Nekudah Davke B'chahai Gavne, where the person anyways has a Chiv to help him out. Marshal, this person was running away from Tvisa. So there's a Chiv, HaShavus Aveda, and Aveda Saguf. The the Baal Mabayrus had a Chiv, HaShavus Aguf, to help this person escape. So since he had a mitzvah to do it anyways, so Yana could tell him Meshatani Bach. And similarly, in our Mishnah too, Yana had a Chiv anyways to help him out, to be matzal his dvash, so therefore, b'chai gavna we say meshatani bach. Other yishayim will learn no, that you don't have to have a mitzvah even without a mitzvah. But any time that someone offers to pay more than the going rate, he could say meshatani bach. Some say dafke b'makom where there's an oynis, like over here he had to escape. There was an oynis, or in the case over here it was an oynis, he was losing his dvash. Others say even without an oynis, if he agrees to something which is way more than the market rate, you could say meshatani bach. Zogda Gemara, no, you can't compare this to the case of the Mabayrus. If anything, Holidomi al the Seifet, that Bryce of Mabayrus has another case. The Seifet says, if the person that's running away tells the Baal Mabayrus, Tul Dinner Zeb is Scharcha Vahabireni, so the first case was Tul Dinner Vahabireni, the second case in the Seifet is Tul Dinner Zeb is Scharcha Vahabireni, then Noisun Leischarim Mishalim. Then he has to give him the full dinner that he promised him, and he can't say Mishatani Bach. What's Takib Shat? What's the difference if he says, Tul dinner Bishorcha or Tul dinner Bavirani? What's the difference? Amr Rabbi Muhammad, that the Seif is talking about, First case is talking about a regular Mabayrus. All he does is he ferries people across the lake. The second case is talking about that he's also a fisherman. So Mele, Amr Lay, the, the Bal Mabayrus, can tell the Bayreach. Afsadatani kavri bezuzah. By me wasting my time now driving you across the lake, I took away from the time that I could have been fishing, and I could have been fishing and catch fish that are worth a zuz. So maybe you were mafsed me a zuz. So Rashi says, That's what the Sefer means, that when the Bereach told the Balma Bayrus, he meant for the schar that you could have made. 
spending your time fishing, instead of that, take me across and I'll reimburse you that dinner that you could have made doing the fishing. So in that case, he has a hefsid, so merely you have to pay him the full price. If Stamazai, all he does, the case in the ratio, all he does is he crosses the lake with people, so not being mafsid, you you would have taken someone else across the lake for the regular going rate. I'll pay you that too, but the extra money I don't have to pay you. But if he was a person that was a fisherman, so maybe he could be losing a dinner because of the ride that he's giving me. So you have to reimburse him. So too, the case of the Mishnah, we're talking about the Yen is pouring out his wine to help him. If he wasn't pouring out wine, you could say even if he offered to even if he offered to pay more. He only has to give him the going rate. But Hayyais Yen is being has having a hefsid, he's losing his wine, but Gavni can't say Mishatani Bach. Shtait Vaiter, Shatov Nor Khamoir Vikamar Khaveiro, Shloyafamon and the Khavaz is Shavamasaim. And the same story, if he didn't make up ahead of doing it, he only gets the Meshar, right? If he made up that you're gonna pay him for the value of your Khamar, then he has to pay. Why did the Mishnah have to speak out two cases? The Khir is the exact same halacha as the case before. If it only would have discussed the case of Dvash Viyai, I would say that if he agreed to give him, reimburse him, the Dmeyayin, he has to come through and pay him the full price. Why? Because Yen, on his behalf, is being mafsed his wine. So he's doing something, I have to reimburse him. Over here, he's not doing something to be mafsed his chamor for, for my benefit. He's just not actively saving his chamor. He's letting it letting it drown by itself. So since he's not doing any hafsed to be yadayim, I don't have to reimburse him for it. If I just would have said the seifah in the case of the chamor, I would have said, in a case where they didn't specifically say he's going to reimburse him for his chamor, so then we say, why? Because Misham Dememele, you're not doing anything be a dime, causing yourself a hefset for me. You're doing it by Mamele, by not saving it, but you're not literally going and ruining your chayfets on my behalf. Abul Hassam, Masha'in came in the case of the Dvash and the Yain, the Biyadayim, that he's throwing out his wine to help me. So, even Bistama, you would have to reimburse him for the wine. You may cool it. What would be in the case where they made up, I'm going to save your chamor and leave mine to die. However, you have to reimburse me for my chamor. And he agreed. So the Allah is, you have to reimburse him for the chamor. But what would be if Yared Lahatzel, he left his chamor floating in the river and he only saved the chamor of the Baal Masayim. But the Maitzah Allah Shalim somehow the Baal Shalim and his chamor survived. Now, could he say, listen here, I was mafkir my chamor. You promised that if I'm after my chamar, you're going to pay me for my chamar. So you owe me for my chamar. I, it got saved. It got saved. It has nothing to do with you. Or no, Lemaise, you were only willing to pay me because I'm losing my chamar. If I didn't lose my chamar, you're not paying me. Amalei, Rav answered, that he does have to pay because you were after your chamar. Mamele, Yenna has to pay you for the chamor. Ah, you ended up getting your chamor back. Shh, gave you a matonah. You were zoichim and a hefke. So Mamele, Rashi's lashon is the shadow of the gemara was mi amrina mi kara the afkere kaovedomi. As soon as he's mafker his chamor, so it's as if he lost his chamor. Mamele automatically, as soon as he lost his chamor, Yenna is obligated to re- to pay him the value of his chamor. And later, when he's zoichim, he's zoichim from hefke. 
So the Gemara says, yeah, that's how we look at it. We look at Mishamayim, he was Eichim, and Hefker, and therefore Yen is the last to pay. And the Gemara tells too, Kihad Rav Safra, like we find a similar story by Rav Safra. What was the story of Rav Safra? Havakaozel B'Shayarate. Rav Safra was going with a group of people in the Midbar, and Lavinu Ahu Ari. There's a Midbar, is a Mokim Besukim, where Listim and Chayis, so everything of theirs, can they themselves and all their animals could be could be killed. So they went with with a lion, and the lion was guarding them. In order to the the lion shouldn't eat up all their animals, so they had an agreement between them. In order to keep the lion at bay, every night one of the passengers over here fed the lion one of their chamor. Every person was mafsed a chamor every night to keep the lion full, so he shouldn't eat up the people and all the other animals. So the deal was, every night a different person has to give his chamor. It came the night where Safra had to offer up his chamor to the lion. He sent his chamor to the lion. The lion did not eat up the chamor. So the next morning, he fast went and he was back in his chamor before anybody else had a chance to be zoich in it. Because he was mafke the chamor. But now that it survived, he went and he was zoichin it back. So the, the raya from the Gemara is that the chayr, we should, why don't we say everyone agreed that they have to sacrifice their chamor. So, so here, Hayoyis of Safra's chamor at the end of the day wasn't sacrificed. So he didn't do what was mutl on him. So Mele, he has to be, the next night he should have to do it again. Or Akalponim, everyone else should be entitled to his chamar because his chamar was supposed to be part of the deal. We don't say that. We say, no, he did what he was supposed to do. He was makrif his chamar, he sacrificed it, he was mafkirit. And now he's entitled to it because Menashemayim, and he can take it back. He, in other words, we don't say that because he got it back, so it's not considered he did what he was supposed to do. He did what he was supposed to do. But he got a present from the Bani Shalom. See, here too. We don't say that since you got back your chamor, so you didn't do what you agreed to do. You agreed to give up your chamor to save mine. You never gave up your chamor. No, I did give up my chamor. I, I got it back. Doesn't mean I didn't give it up. I gave it up. Meshamayim, they got it back. So that's the tushto. Why did Rav Safra in the morning have to be zoiche minahefke before someone else was zoiche? Even without being zoiche, that nobody would have a right to it. Even though he was mafkarit, but he didn't make it hefke for everyone. He made it hefke for a specific purpose. I'm being mafkarit to the lion because that was the deal, that the lion should eat it. But I died to the Kulamale Afkar, Vivite, no one else is gonna Vivite the lion is not gonna end up eating it. I didn't make it Hefkar Lakal. So Ibazoi, he doesn't have to be Zaych in it, because the Hefkar wasn't Khal, a Vivite the lion never took it. This that he was Zaych in it was Bosha the Rafka the Mills of Trash Shlayir Bidover, that nobody should tiny that I was Zaych in it, but Meikra then he would have been Zaych in it, even without being making a Maisis Khir. What would be if he made up, I'm going to save your chamar, but tonight that you're going to reimburse me for my chamar? Yared lahatzel, he gave up his chamar and he tried being matzel chamar shalchaber, but said, Shgalongit, Veloy Hitzel. The Maise, he lost his chamar and he didn't save the person's chamar. Mao, do we say, listen, I did what I promised to do, I, I tried my best, and Shgalongit, or no? The deal was that you're going to save my chamar, you didn't save my chamar. 
Omaloi vizu shayle, take a starke shayle. However, the halacha is ainly alaschare. He cannot get reimbursed for the chamar that he lost. All he gets is the schar, like a regular poil, whatever time you spent trying to save my animal. But you don't get back the deal that we had originally that I'm going to reimburse you for chamar because you didn't come through on your end. Someone hires a poil to go bring some sort of food. Rashi says the krub is a cabbage. The maskin and Rashi says it's prushim, some type of fruit. A component of the deal was that he was hired to go bring a meichel for the chayl. The halach, he went. By the time he got back, the chayl either died or he got better. And there was no point anymore in this meichel for the chayl. The halach is nice. He has to give him the full amount that he made up with it. So you see that even though since he tried to do what he had to do, you have to pay. So here too, even if he wasn't matzliach to save the chamor, you should have to pay. He was hired to do a shlichus. His shlichus wasn't to heal the person. His shlichus was to bring the medicine. He was mekayimit. The fact that the person doesn't need the medicine because he got better without it or he died, he was mekayim exactly what was made up to do. So he gets paid for what he was told to do. Here the person wasn't mekayim what he made up to do. The shlichus was to save the chamor. He wasn't matzliach to do that. It's as if this person over here tried to come bring the medicine and he had a oinus and the medicine got lost in the middle of the way. B'chai Gavin, he didn't do the shlichus. So Mele, you can't tell to one case to the other. Zog de Gemara, Tone Rabban. Shayore shahoyse mahalachas b'midber. There was a group of people going in the midber. V'omed Allah gayis l'tarfa. And a group of robbers came l'tarfa. So Rashi says l'tarfa l'voyzizah. In other words, to steal their moment. They weren't after their lives. They were, they were after their money. And instead of taking away all their money, they came to some sort of agreement that collectively they'll give a certain schum. So the Shailis, let's say, they were looking, let's say between all of them they had $10,000, and they settled they'll give them $5,000. So the Allah is, how do they divide the $5,000 between the group? So we don't divide it between people. If there's 10 people, each person should give $500. No. Everyone has to give the same percentage. Of, we look at all the moment that's there collectively. And every person gives the same percentage of the money that they have. The one that has more money ends up giving more money. Why? And we don't divide it by the amount of people. We divide the 5,000 by 10 people. No, we divide it by the amount of money everyone has. Because the deal was over here, the people were after their money. If not for the deal, they would have taken all the money these people had. They came to an agreement that will give you a certain amount of money. So every person has to based on the percentage. of the, Everyone's giving the same percentage, but based on the money that they're holding. However, they hired a guide to guide them through the midbar. Then, when they made up a price, how much to pay this guide, so let's say he charged them $5,000, so then you also based on the amount of people. Why? Because the point of a guide is not only to save their moment, to take them in a good path, not to encounter any, any list them, to lose their money, but also, if they don't have a guide, you go in the midbar, it's very easy to get lost, and you die, with you don't have any food and drink. 
So the tire was hired to save their lives as well. So if you're cheshbening that the payment is because he's saving our lives, so then you're paying to feed each person's life. So if there's 10 people, you divide it equally, the 5,000 between the 10 people. However, he's also saving their money. Their money, we said, he cheshbened the percentage of each person's money. So therefore, it's a combination of the fee moment and the fee nefashis. That's what the Gemara says. How do you do it? So some place can say you do 50-50. 50% is based per head, and the other 50% is based per moment. But then the Bible says, that if the chamorim, meaning the the minig of the people that go in the midbar, that hire tayorim, the higher guides, if the minig hamokim is that they cheshmen the fimomen, then you only cheshmen the fimomen. If the minig hamokim is you only cheshmen the finefoshes, then you cheshmen the finefoshes. In a case where there's no minig, so we go momen and nefoshes. But whatever the minig is, the maisa, if that's the agamach the minig, that's what you have to do. The people leading the groups in the midbar can make a t'nai between themselves. They make a t'nai, all the people in the group, that whoever loses their chamor, the rest of the people will stall them to another chamor. Rashi says later that the point of this deal is they want everyone should help with the shmirah of all the behemoths at night because the midbar is a malkam esukam from listam the chayis. So they want everyone to do their fair share at night to participate in Shemirah. So Melet Kedai, everyone should have a Chamor. Well, they're going to have to watch their Chamor, so they're going to watch every people, uh, all the other Chamorim as well. So that's why they make this tonight that whoever loses their Chamor will pay you back a Chamor. So they're allowed to make such a tonight and Melet is Taisus, that once they made such a tonight everyone agreed, so now they can enforce it, that they can force each one to chip in when someone's Chamor is lost to give them another Chamor. If the reason the Chamor got lost was Machmas Pshia of one of the people, in that case, they don't have to shtal to another Chamor. It's Mustaber, but the Tanai was only if he loses it, but if it's Shalai Bekosia, it wasn't Machmas Pshia, they have to shtal to the Chamor. What happens in Amr Tznuli Vani Eshmar? So Rashi learns the person who lost his Chamor says, instead of giving the Chamor, give me the money and I'll buy the Chamor already. So we don't listen to him. The deal is, we'll give you a chamar. Money we're not going to give you. Why not? So Rashi says, because we're chayshish, maybe he won't buy the chamar. And the only reason they made this deal was because they want him to have a chamar in order that he should be Isaac in the Shemir. We're scared that he's not going to buy a chamar. I'm a mele, he's going to slack off in the Shemir. So they were never mask him to give him money for a chamar. If the whole point is because, like we just explained, so obviously the deal is to give him a chamar and not money. The Chiddush is, we're talking about a case, the Islay Chamra Achrin. This person who lost his Chamar, he anyways has another Chamar. So, he could say, listen here, I'm not slacking off. I have to be on guard every night because I have another Chamar as well. So, just because, even if attack, I don't end up buying the other Chamar, it doesn't mean I'm going to slack off. I have to watch the other Chamar that I own anyways. They can say, we want you to have two Chamar. Someone that has two Chamar, is more on guard than someone that has one chamar. So maybe we don't want to give you the money because we're scared you're not going to buy the chamar and you'll end up with one versus two. A chamar will give you, but not money. There's a boat traveling in the sea. And uh, the waves pile up and it looks like it's going to drown the boat. 
So in order to save the boat from capsizing, they start unloading weight from the boat. And they started unloading part of the weight in the boat to make it more stable. So the law is Everyone that's on the boat has to be an equal shutif in throwing some of their stuff overboard. So the cheshben of equal is not based on the monetary value of the chafotzim they threw overboard, but rather on the sum total of the weight that they're unloading. So Rashi says, for example, if the first person gets up and he throws out a hundred liters zov, so we don't say that the next person that's carrying barzel has to throw out the equivalent of barzel, which is equal to the value of mea liter and zov, which would be many more meas litrin of Basel. No, instead he only has to throw out Maya Litrin Basel, even though it's worth a lot less than the Maya Litra is of, because the Nakuda is that he has to throw out as much weight as the other. The However, if the minig of the captains are that in such a situation when the boat is capsizing, everyone throws out an equal amount of monetary value than Anachanami, then you have to go back to the Minigamaka. Nachalach is similar to what we saw before. Rishon hasafonim lahasnois shekol misha ovdu leisvina yamid leisvina acheres. They could make up a upmach between them. There's a whole shayara of people going together in a bunch of boats traveling together. So they could make up that if any of them loses their svina, the other ones will will stand by and give reimburse them with another svina. And once they make that upmach, then they're bound by it, and therefore they can force everyone to to contribute to that new svina that they promised them. Of the loy however, if one of the people lost the svina, because the assumption is that upmach was only if it's lost by inis. If it's shaloy it was not machmas apshia. Is that what they have to come through? They have to give them the boat. What happens? One of the svinas went on a path where other Sfinas don't travel, and his boat capsized and he lost his boat. In such a case, Eimamidim, because that's considered a Pshia. Since he traveled in a place where the other people don't travel, that's considered a Pshia. For the word Pshita, if he's going in a place where other people aren't traveling, for Shtetzach, that it's a Pshia. So, we're talking about the Benissen Mirachki Chad Ashla. In Nissen, the, the the lakes and the oceans have a lot more water because of all the snow caps that melt and from all the rain. So there's a lot more water in the in, in, in the lakes. So the boats keep closer to shore and they only go offshore one rope's length away from the shore, that's where they stay. But they don't go too far out because the water is very deep. Where the water level is a lot lower. So Mirachki Ashli, they move offshore two rope lengths because the water is not that deep. And the story over here was We're talking about the boat veered off path. He went, it was Yoiminisan, where all the other boats are one rope length away from the shore. And he went to Mokim Tishri, where people go in Tishri two rope lengths away from the shore. So the Maise in Nisan, that's a Pshia, because the water is very deep and it's easier to capsize. However, it's not considered a Pshia, because he did by rote. He's used to going so far out in Tishrei, so Mele, he did it in Nisan too, and therefore it's not considered a Pshia. Kamashim know that when it comes Nisan, you have to pay attention, and therefore it is considered a Pshia. Tonarabon.
There was a shayar that was traveling in the midbar, and a bunch of robbers came and they stole all the money from the shayar. One of the people in the shayar decided he's going to fight back and get the money back. And he was able to be matzal all the money, he was able to take it away from the list. So the Allah is, he doesn't get to keep the money that he took back. It was the money that belonged to everyone. Rashi says, each person comes, recognizes which bundle of money was his, and they take it. However, if this person that went to get back the money from the list, and before he went, he made an announcement that I'm planning to take back the money, but keep it for myself, whatever he saved belongs to him, he doesn't have to give it back to the original people. What's the story talking about? If we're talking about a case that everyone else was also capable of being matzal their mom and getting it back from the listim, so the assumption is nobody was miyayish. So I feel a safe and Even a case where he said, I'm going to save it, but I'm keeping it for myself, so what? Nobody was miyayish. So if he keeps it for himself, he's a gazan. He can only keep his chelik for himself. He can't keep the other people's chelik for himself. Elamite's talking about that he's the only one that had koyach to get it back. Nobody else was able to be matzal. So everyone was miyayish. So why does he have to say I'm being matzal atzmi? Even if he didn't say he's being matzal atzmi, he was oichim and a hefker because it's already yish. So there's three We're talking about that the money that was stolen, it was all a shutfas the money. Everyone owned the money together. And Rashi says we're talking about that makes no difference. In such a case where there's a mokim hefsid where the money was stolen, the Allah is Typically, if everyone is a shutuf and a chayfitz, if you want to back out of the shutfus and take your part and break away from the shutfus, you need the permission of all the other shutfim. But in such a case where it's a matzav of hefsid moment, the Allah is that a shutuf is a lot of back out of the shutfus even without permission from the Chaveir. So Mamele, this is the story over here. Here, the money belongs to all the Shotfim together, so anything that he saves, technically he's saving the Shotfim's money, so he only owns a Shotfim, but he has to split it with everyone. So, But over here, the Shail is, is he backing out of the Shotfim? So Omar Paldig, if he says clearly that I'm taking back my, I'm taking the money and I'm planning to keep it for myself, so with that lotion, he's insinuating that I'm breaking up the shutfus. So then, Omar Palik, sorry, Omar, if he said I'm being matzala atzmi, with that he's stating Palik that I'm breaking up the shutfus. So mainly what he was matzal, he's matzal for himself. Now Rashi's lotion is, Omar Palik, uma'akiv chelkoi esmasha hitzel. He can only keep his percentage in the shutfus, that he broke up the shutfus, it belongs to him. For example, if there's a 10 people and $1,000 and they're all shutfim, so by him breaking up the shutfus, he's saying, I'm going to take my $100 and go. So if he's matzal $100, that $100 belongs to him. It's not the shutfus anymore. But if he's matzal more than 100 in a case of it would go to the rest of the shutfim. If he didn't say, I'm keeping it for myself, then Loi Pollock, he doesn't mean to break up the Shutfus. And Rashi says, we, even, we don't say that automatically, if, if, even, if, even if he doesn't say anything, why, why is he going to save it? Probably he's only going to save his head if he's breaking up the Shutfus. So Rashi, no. If, as long as he doesn't say that I'm taking it for myself, we assume he's not breaking up the Shutfus. 
And Rashi says it's a normal thing for a person who's a shotov to be meisinefish on a shotvis to go save it from behalf of everyone. It's Rashi says, So only if he says, I'm saving it for myself, do we assume that he's breaking up the shotvis. Otherwise not. That's one third. Rava Amar, we're not talking about shotvim. This person that was matzal, he was a poil, he was a worker, he was a hired worker from all the other people. And we're talking about over here, So typically, if it's any chayil lahatzal, everyone lachayir is miyayish. But the Allah over here is kira. The Amarav, if you hire someone as a worker, even though you hired him, middle of the day, if he backs out, he could back out. But the Kamadaloi Hadabay, as long as he doesn't back out, Kibishus the Balabai's dummy, since he's a poil of the Balabai's, so he's considered the Rishus of the Balabai's. However, if he backs out, there's a reason that he's allowed to back out. It's not the Pshat that he was never the Rishus of the Bais. As long as he's a worker, he's considered like the Rishus of the Balabai's. When he backs out, it's Paka that Rishus, because the Siv, the Siv, Kilibine Israel Avadim, Vilayavadim Lavadim. So maybe that gives a poil Rishus to back out, whereas an Evit can't back out. A poil could back out. So Mamele, since this person is a poil, we're talking about it was any chaylon lahatzel. So if he says that I'm saving it for myself, so with that he's telling us that he's backing out of his poil, of his din poil. So Mamele, now he's a regular person that's being zeichem and a hefker. We're talking about any chaylon lahatzel. But if he didn't say I'm taking it for myself, so the assumption is that he's still a poil. If he's a poil, whatever he did, yad poil kiyad balabais. So Mamele says if the bailim or whatever he did, he did for the for, he did for the for the Balabatam. So maybe it goes to all the people. Rabashi Omar, we're talking about in the case, not a poil, not a shotuf, a person Minashuk went and saved it, took it back from the listim. And the case is talking about where the people themselves had they wanted to take it back, Kishiyakulahatzaladeatchak. It was technically possible for them to save the money, but not so easy. It was Adeyatchak. So in such a case, Goli Daite, if he says that I'm taking it for myself. So then they heard him say that, and they were quiet. Now they could have been Moisinefish, and they would have gotten them back. But since they heard him, Rashi says, Shamu Bailam, this person says, I'm taking it for myself. And they were quiet, and they weren't Moisir Atzmam. So Behechrich, they were Masih Das, and they're Megala Das, and they were Miyayish. They're not interested in, 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 in extending themselves and being moist and nefesh. So, this person is Eichem and a Hefker because there's Yish. But Grashi says, but in a case where it's Mamash Yichoyin Lahatzel, even Shaloyal Deyatchak, the fact that they're quiet doesn't mean anything. They're still ignoring him because why do they have to say anything? In, sh- in such a case, they weren't Miyayish. But here we're talking about they can only get Al Deyatchak. So, if they hear this person say that he's planning to take it, they should have piped up if they were going to take it. Since they didn't say anything, so maybe they're miyayish and he can keep it. But loy goli daite, if he didn't say in front of them that I'm planning to go take it for myself, so then leemtze, there's no raya bechlal that they were miyayish. So therefore, he can't keep it for himself. It goes to everyone gets his chelik what he had. Zog de mishnah hagoizul sodom echaveroi v'natlu masikin. After he stole it, masikin which are People that come and force people out of the karka, gazlani karka, they came and they took it away from the gazl. So in Makas Medina, if these masikim were going around the whole Medina stealing other people's karka as well, 
So the original Gazlan can tell the Bailim, the carcass here, go take it. And you have to get rid of the Masikin. I'm not responsible to tell you to a new karka because the Masikin take it away from everybody. It has nothing to do with me. If it's Machmas HaGazlan, then he has to give him a new soda. The Gemara will explain what this line means. It seems there were some Gersoyes with a Samach and some Gersoyes with a Tzadik. Matzikin, both mean the same thing, people that steal karkois. And the Gemara is saying either one of them is the right Loshan. It's based on a Pasuk. The Chsiv, it says in the Teichiche, B'motzoy u B'motzoyk, and Ashiyotzik l'cho yivecho. So Motzoyk is a Loshan of Tzoris. So Mamele, we call them Matzikin because they're making Tzoris upon people, taking away their things. So Mandatoni Matzikin l'yemishtavish, it's also the right word to use, the Chsiv. Also by the by the Taich it says that all the food that left over in the karki yiyorish hatslotzal, the arba will come and eat up all the food. And the targum taichism targuminon yachsenine sako arba are called sako aloshem asikin. That just like the arba steals the karka, these people they steals the tvo from people. So these people steal the karkois. The Mishnah said in the last line of the Mishnah im machmas hagazlin then chayiv he has to tell him to anusod. If Machmas Agazan just means that these Masikin only took away his karka, the one that he stole, and didn't take away karka from anyone else, and that's what the Mishnah says, In fact, the Gemara, You don't need a Seifa, it's Meduik from the Reish already. It says that if he stole it and the Masikin took it from him, Im Makas Medinehi, it's not a Makas Medina law, you can't say Reish Lech Lefanecha. So why does the Seifa have to say it explicitly? So it's a new case. From the Reish we understand that if it's not a Makas Medina, it has to do, they only took it from him, you can't say Reish Lech Lefanecha. Now the mission says a new case. We're talking about the Achve Achvuye, not a case of a Gazan. This person never stole the Karka. He heard, Dr. Ashi, that the Beis HaMelech is looking to steal Sadas. And he pointed to the Shluchim of the Beis HaMelech, here, this is a good Sada to steal. And he points to Karka Shalplani. So he was the Goyrim that this Karka got stolen. That's what the Mishnah means. In Machmas HaGazlin, we're calling him the Gazlin because he caused it to be stolen. If it was Machmas, this person, that the Masikin came and took it away, then we're Kansim Chayiv Lahamad Loi Sada Acher. He's Mechoyiv to Shtel to another Sada. This goes into the Sugi of Garmi. We're talking about a gazlin, but someone stole Yenna's field. And now, Goyim came to the gazlin, show us all your kakois, we want to steal your kakois. And he went, he showed them this karka together with the other kakois of his, he also showed them this as if this is his karka. So maybe he caused it to be stolen. So therefore, he's a chroi to pay back this sada too, even though other sadas were also taken from him. But this sada they weren't going to take. They only wanted to take his sadas, and he pointed to this as one of his sadas. So Meli is to reimburse him for the sada.